Hello, and welcome to Wyverns and Weirdos Fathomless. I'm your Dungeon Master, Darby, and joining me as always are Eddie, playing Tibble, Mitch, playing Neris, Jake, playing the Fishman, Joe, playing Alton, Laura, playing Janice and Rue, Emily, playing Cerise, and Zoe, playing Loren. Let's jump into it. Where we last left off, the crew of the Polaris, or at least the senior officers, were in battle with the Sin Seekers in the entrance hall of the heads of the Hydra headquarters in Ankather. Thus far, one of the Hydra has been downed, wrought, and Silenon has teleported away somewhere. To where? We don't know. But... Collectively, the party isn't looking the greatest. Loren has been seemingly possessed by some animalistic instinct. Almost like a siren of legend. Meanwhile, Cerise, Loren, and Damien, along with Ruse Bolette Ham, were infiltrating the Sin Seekers' ship. At some point, they were caught out telepathically through ascending to Neris, which diverted to another Neris who seemed to be leading the Sin Seekers. When the future Neris noticed that people were on his ship, he decided to draw them to the headquarters, and Cerise and Loren failed their saves, whereas Damien and Ham succeeded, so they remained on the ship while Cerise and Loren were teleported to the fray. So we pick back up in the middle of combat we are two rounds in and we're at the top of round three with the fish man there are two sin seekers left in the room are uh, they glowing with a brightly colored airline i believe they still are excellent that's good news i would like to target zam if i can yeah zambi and i'd like to take a pot shot at him with my okay. crossbolt, please. yeah you can awesome. definitely give that a shot please be a hit that is a miss, unfortunately. Fishman cannot seem to hit this guy. Yeah, an arrow just flies by him. But he would really, really like to take this guy out because I believe that's the guy with the gravity magic. Yeah. Who has basically downed everyone. Yeah. So he's going to try again. Missing. Uh, Fishman takes two pot shots and then hides behind the counter in shame yet again. It's almost as if the center of gravity is off around Zamanir, making it harder to get a ranged attack off on him. Speaking of ranged attacks, next is Alton. I believe Alton is still restrained by the gravity. That's still in effect. Ah, yes. Yeah, so Alton was hit quite hard by the um, gravity effect. He's not very strong. He was kind of like knocked off his feet. He was kind of struggling against that. But he kind of like glances around the battlefield trying to think of his next move, sees the glowing form, and is going to with difficulty take aim and see if I can fire three shots. First one's a 12. First shot goes wide. Hits against the wall. Again, the gravity around him is weird. Just warping around. Next shot, he tries to make some quick calculations, take this into account. That's a 25, so that one will hit. 11 damage I'm seeing in Beyond. Yeah, Um, that's right. So how does that shot take him out? Where is it hitting? 
So Alton has had enough. He does some quick calculations. He's going to try for the precise shot and he's going to aim straight for the forehead. And compensating for the shifts to gravity, like you've seen the two shots the fish man took, you've seen your shot that missed, and you've used that to make some quick marksman's calculations and take your shot and just straight through the forehead. He collapses to the ground. Anyone who was still restrained from the gravity wave is no longer restrained as gravity returns to normal. That's much better. And I'll stand up with half my movement. And then he's going to kind of assess and realize the two people who are struggling the most are Rue, who the last time he healed, he encountered a vision of a sort that felt very threatening, and Loren, who is currently like this monstrous creature. So he's going to take a moment to think about who to approach and just take a quick shot at Bardos, the bonus action. Um, so that one is a dirty 20 to hit. Yeah. And then that is five points of piercing. So next is Cerise. We have a, a fizzle of magic as uh, Cerise shoots out an Eldritch Blast at Zardust. Got an at 20 to hit and I rolled full damage. Oh, so, wow. So that's 20 points of force damage. Wow. The second was a 17 to hit. But that's only a three. <laughs> uh, Janice. Okay, he will get up using half his movement. So I think he got locked unconscious and then the gravity thing happened. He sort of gets his huge form up and clips around again. So he sees Zardos here, he sees Zam who has been withered away and then shot to pieces. And then yeah, with like the slash of complexity, he shoots a look to Neros, whether he's looking at him or not, and then shoots a look to the... Was upstairs or there was like a big room with the doors? Where future Neros? Uh, the, there Allegedly is a, there future Neros. pair of doors that lead through to a corridor. We need to get to the council. And I'm going to try and grapple Zardost. He's huge, isn't he? He's, uh, a, he's a big toad boy. He is only yes. a size larger than you. Let's try and get him. I believe it is an athletics check. All right, let's go. So that is a natural 15 plus 7. Woo. As Jazz's muscles flex and he immediately just turns and just throws himself at this huge beast. I totaled 7. Uh, okay, cool. So he, like, fully manages to grab this horrid giant creature. Again, we need to get to them. And then he's got this rapid crunching and shifting of bone as, like, the armor splits and shifts and, like, his long tail kind of elongates and he gets taller and goes into his hybrid form. Horrible blur and then he's just going to bite on, like, probably the junction of his arm. And that's a dirty 20 to hit. Yes, suddenly hits. Yes. So that's uh, 15 points of piercing damage as he sort of tries to rend this creature's arm from his socket. Zardos is looking shaky. And even though he is currently not raging, I believe, there's this rumble of lightning in the distance, which is probably enhanced considering the things that are happening with Loren, but Mm. that is the end of his move. All right, speaking of Loren, it is Loren's go. So he gets... Freed from the... Because I believe she failed this thing. So she gets freed from this gravity pull. And everyone looking at her would see it is like a feral animal. She just flips onto her toes with like one hand on the ground holding her staff. Teeth bared, her eyes are black except for the bright blue of her irises. And she's looking around and Rue would recognize it as bird-like almost this very avian flicking of the head as she looks around these wings that look too weak to fly fluttering behind her and then 
her gaze snaps to Big Boy as he is grappled by Less Big Boy. And there is just this moment where there is this almost flash of familiarity in the eyes where she does almost recognize this creature. And then a hundred voices speak at once on the wind from her mouth and they all begin to float through, enter into Zardos's lizardy red ears as you all kind of hear around you like, say hello to the bottom of the ocean. And I need him to make an intelligence saving throw. Okay, uh, that is a 13. Needed to be at a 17 as she uses the newest spell I picked up, which is Psychic Lance. I pre-rolled my damage. He takes oh. 20 points of damage. damage. So yeah, there's like, with these words, it almost sparkles as just this energy from her eyes goes out and into his mind. 20 points of uh, damage. He is also now incapacitated until the start of my next turn. Okay. Nice. Um, so that's everything that spell does. She just kind of takes up this defensive stance and just keeps looking at Zardos, but there is that fidgetiness. You don't know who is actually next. Yeah. So next is Tibble. So Tibble's going to action search. Okay. I know that much. I'm getting that out of the way first. But before anything else, he looks too Neris. So you've seen Neris get overstimulated with information before, and there is that flicker in Neris's eyes that happens all the time, where he's constantly looking at everything, every future, every present, everything that is happening. That is not Neris right now. So you have no idea what he's thinking, but looking at him as you see Neris just staring down at this prone figure as he says something slowly and calmly just to this individual before whom the head just explodes from a bullet fired from Alton's gun. And there's no shock or surprise in Naris's face as that happens, like he knew that it was going to happen. And Naris just slowly looks up at Janus, gives a nod, and that's where we're at. It's very difficult to figure out what's going on in Naris's head, only that it's everything and nothing at the same time. Oddly enough, that affirms exactly what Chibber was going to do. So the first thing he does is he turns and points his sword to Zardos, and he's going to use one of his actions um, to use one of the charges in the sword to cast Guiding Bolt. Yeah, cool. So that hits. Um, it's a 20 for the record. So, oh, 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 I love my dice today. 18 points of damage um, as he turns. And he doesn't even really regard Zardos. Where Janus is holding him, he locks eyes with Janus and he says, make sure they're safe. And then he turns and sprints into the room where Neris was. The other Neris. So you're running down the corridor. You can probably see the door closing, basically. Up next, Zardos goes. Zardos is going to... There's going to be a little bit of healing that occurs on his turn. Uh, not a lot. I he's... forgot he's that video game boss. Yeah. 
Neris is your go. So we look up at Janice, give a nod, and start to make down the hallway that Tibble went down. Can we get close to the door or no? You can pretty much get to the door. You can't get within, but you can get to the door. Not without a dash. Okay. Did it look like the door was being locked? No. In that case, Neris will just sprint at Tibble using an action to dash? Is that... Because yeah. he doesn't have a bonus action yeah. yet. Wait for the others and teleport into mist and reappear on the other side of the door. You see a massive void of black. And that's your turn. Rue, is your go. So Rue has just gotten unfrozen, I guess. If anyone were to look at Rue, their eyes are flashing very quickly, like they're processing a lot of data. And then they turn their head away from Zardost and instead use half their movement to get up and the rest of the movement to move towards the ram. And they're going to put their hand down on her spiny shoulder. Both of them. They're going to be like, Be well. Don't worry. Help is coming. And they're going to put the last of their ten points of lay on hands healing into her instead. So while that sort of surge of energy is going to the ram, and hopefully that takes... I still got spiritual weapon up, so spiritual weapon, which is this, the, in the shape of the Polaris, is going to slam into the side of Zardos. All right, well to Uh So that's five points of damage, and then uh, momentarily, Rue's also like, "We need to go and back up Nerus and Tibble. They could be in danger." And that's the end of them, Rue. Let's go to the Fishman. All right, so we're going to try this again. Um, Fishman is going to be moving up the staircase as well, but. Um, as he moves, he'd like to take a shot at Zardos. All right. This is with advantage. Yep. Fingers crossed. So that one, Garrett. Yeah, that, that hits. Absolutely. Right. So, um, yes, yeah, straight into the chest, please. And he will do 10 piercing damage. 10 piercing damage. So that goes... 7 force damage. So that impacts with his chest and just... He explodes out in a burst of viscera and ichor. Right. That is the last of the Sin Seekers in the room defeated. We are going to remain in initiative, though, because things are very tight time-wise. Good shot, Fishman, but also ew. <laughs> I can't believe you were even touching that thing in the first place. <laughs> and as he runs up the staircase, and he would also like to use Misty Step to All get right. to the end of the hallway, if he can. Yeah. With remaining movement as All well. Right. Uh, he'll join Tibble and then say where is Neris? He's... I think he's gone in there. Or he's abandoned us. Alright. Alton, your go. Um, Alright. Enemy's been taken care of. Um, still kind of eyeing off through and Lebrand learned something a little better. He will toss a potion to Rue. Just a regular potion of healing. Be like... Uh, not sure if these work for you or not, but I hope you can make use of it. There's a first time for everything. Thank you, and good shot. Thanks. I will join in a moment. And then um, he's going to dash after the others, and I soon just make it to the door as well. Yeah. Cerise. Cerise is going to go over to Loren and Rue. I know you're still in there somewhere. We need to keep moving. And that's going to be all she does. Next is Janice. So Janice shoots a look back to the people remaining. Shoots a look forward at Fishman. It's like, that what? This was combat! 
all right, shockness, damn this. And then he's going to like slick off a little bit of the group and then just start barreling down the hallway. So he's going to use his full action to dash. The bonus action, he will also rage as well. So lightning starts to lance through the building. I yep. imagine there's probably a lot of noise from the exterior as well, considering someone who may or may not be a siren. But um, the lightning starts to sort of bounce between the walls as he thunders down the hallway at, uh, I believe, 80 feet for the first six seconds. So yeah. there we go. Okay. He's a fast boy. Yeah. All right. Next is Loren. Cool. Um... <laughs> Let me just go to my saves for a second. So Cerise says this to Loren, and there is that little twitch to the side as she looks at her. And for a moment, in between blinks, her eyes are white. She's Captain. And then she blinks and they're black. Captain. Captain. Thunderbolt. And all these voices, you would all hear this even down the hallway. And then you just hear, who? Captain who? Who? And it gets louder and louder and louder, this building crescendo. And none of this is coming out of Loren's mouth. She is just looking at Cerise. And then suddenly it snaps back. And she goes, next. And she brings down a lightning lure right on top of it. Yeah, I need you to make a strength save, please. 10. You take nine points of damage. And you are also... How close did you get to Loren? She's probably within 10 feet. You are pulled 10 feet closer to her. You are in her face right now. That's my turn. All right. Next is Tibble's go. All of them may have turned down the corridor hearing this echoing of noise. And he looks up at both of you and he says, Please make sure the others are all right. I need him to know that this isn't all that he has and he goes through the door so Tibble you see Neris standing in front of a big black void that engulfs most of the center of the room Neris I think there's a head twitch but Neris's brain is now trying to figure some things out there's no verbal response Tibble goes up to his Neris and very aware of the lack of response he stands next to him looking into this void I know things have been hard son and I know that this seems like the end of things but I know I'm not gonna let you walk into this alone and no matter which Neris walks out of this I love him and he is going to is it possible for him to hold his action to move into the darkness if slash when Neris does yeah I'll allow that Next is Neris. So Neris teleports into this room, sees nothing but the void in front of him, and he can't see anything behind him, can he? He's engulfed in this blackness. No, you are outside of the darkness. You see that there is darkness. Behind you is, yeah, the the door and a bit of space. Ah, perfect. Okay. Neris doesn't do anything as far as Tibble is aware. Neris is going to look up into this void and kind of cock his head a little bit, and maybe his left hand twitches a little bit, and maybe his right hand sort of closes a little bit around his component's pouch. But there's a spell that's cast, a very simple spell, and I don't know how this is going to work. 
I would like Neris to try and cast message to himself. You can do that. I know the area that I believe this creature to be in. Yes. So that's all I'm going with. Yeah. What we'll do is roll me a d20. On an 11 or higher, the message gets through. That's a 13. 13. Okay, so what message do you send to your future self? Do you achieve what I set out to achieve? Are you at the height of where I wish to be? Show me your true self. You get a response. The answer to that is complicated. Ruzgo. Okay, so uh, Rook looks back at Loren, who has immediately now attacked Cerise. We, we need to go. What is going on here? Cerise! <laughs> and then bonus action, Rue's going to cast Shield of Faith on Cerise. So that's plus two to AC. And then for Rue's action... Oh, well, I'll give it a try. Rue's going to try and grab Loren. So we've done this before in this um, episode. So we're just with a different character. Ruse, not as athletic as Mr. Muscles, so that's a 10. Where's my I'll do athletics. What was yours? 10. Also 10. On a tie, things remain the same. You do not manage to grapple. So Ruse reaches out and tries to grab her and tries to pull her back, but I assume she would move out of the way or her sheer like, force would be strong enough to slide out or she's just slippery. Because, yeah, I use the acrobat athletics, so I think it's more that you're just not used to seeing Loren move this way and she's moving in ways you wouldn't expect. Now, and one of the wings just swings up and hits you. Now, strictly speaking, you can re-attempt it because you do have multi-attack. Oh, we'll come try on, one please. more time to six. That's a nat fucking one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the light in behind their eyes shuts out, and they just reach out and grab you in this like point of the vortex. Stop! Others need help. And in the background of all of this, the spiritual weapon of the Polaris is sort of because it hasn't had anything to, to do currently, just sort of the spectral image just writes itself after it hits the creature in the last round, and then it just seems to be like rocking on stormy waters. Top of a new round, and future Neris is going to have a turn. So, Neris and Tibble, you see the darkness drop for you, Neris, much like in your vision, as a blight spell is causing Azan to wither away and collapse onto the ground and Rosh is nowhere to be seen. Every other body is accounted for down on the ground. And bonus action, he's going to drink a potion because that was part of the vision. That is the fishman's go. Reluctantly, especially after seeing that, but considering what they've said kind of imagines that the situation has become quite dire downstairs so quite reluctantly he'll make his way back now how long is this hallway actually uh it's around about 60 feet he'd move 40 feet please that's his normal movement and then he's going to point towards where he remembered the loren being um obviously he can't see but that's not necessary for the spell Mm -hmm. um and those around loren 
and Loren included, caught in the chaos of screaming and battle and just absolute chaos, just start to hear nothing as the room goes quiet. And to my knowledge, a silent spell should stop any noise from getting through, Darby. Yes. So that should cut out the screaming altogether, hopefully. As Fishman casts silence straight on top of Loren, or where he last remembered Loren being. And that's all he can do at this stage. Alton! Okay, Alton uh, trusts that Fishman is going to help out with that situation with Loren and the others, so he's going to pick his head into the room with Neris and see what's going on. And yeah, see this whole sight of all these bodies on the ground. And it's a very different scenario, but Alton can't help but remember the last organisation he was a part of, seeing all these bodies piling up at the bottom of the gallows. I'm going to do a quick medicine check just to see if anyone is still alive. Roll me a medicine check. A disadvantage because you're not at the bodies. Um, that's an 11. Best guess, they look pretty dead. All right, all right. Neris, boss, what are the orders here? Are we taking this person out? I do not think we can. Go to the others. And he's gonna look quite shocked at this one. But some of these people could still be alive, possibly, and I'm not leaving you two to take him on alone. Alton, this isn't your fight. You and the others deserve to be safe. Go. He's gonna look at Neris as well. I will also note that Tibble has not looked too out. He seems almost in a state of shock and is staring at the site in front of him. Conversely, as soon as that darkness drops, Neris almost snaps out of that focused gaze that he has. He doesn't need to see what's happening because he already knows. He's already seen it. I will say... Actually, at this point, almost everything that is round-based has come to pass, except for one thing that Future Neris can basically keep in the back pocket for as long as he wants in the scheme of things. So we're going to come out of initiative order. Alton has kind of, like, dropped his gun a little bit, but looking between the two, he's going to take a pause to think and then just be like, Respectfully, Captains, no. I'm not leaving you two to handle this. I'm not ignoring my duties. I'm sticking this one out. Uh, Vishman will probably come around the corner now and kind of gesture that that's his doing. So as Cerise is sort of pulled in close to Loren and now there is no sound. She cannot do anything. While you're deciding, Loren, roll me a wisdom saving throw. We'll say with all the circumstances with advantage. 16. 16. So you're able to come to your senses. So as Cerise is sorting that out, Rue would see as they have their arms around Loren as she silently, silently, like, just screams. There's almost this moment where it's almost like something breaks and her head just collapses forward onto Rue's chest and there's almost this moment where you think she's passed out. And like... A skin shedding, the wings fall from her back, and the spines fall from her body. You see a few of the feathers remain, you recognize them as the ones in your hat. And the rest become sea foam across the floor. And then there's like this twitch, 
the eyes flutter, but when she opens them, one eye is normal, how you remember it, with the cat-slitted pupil. The other, the side with the scar that radiates across her face, is still black, still with that glowing pupil. And she looks at you, and you see the words, Rue, why are we hugging? You don't know what Rue says, but the lights behind their eyes come flipping on and off as if they're talking. They are sparking a lot of energy currently. Rue sweeps Loren up and is going to start running towards the doorway. The second that they get out of the silence patch, they're going to cast Expeditious Retreat to dash okay. further down the hallway. You would probably be able to reach the doorway. And then Janice turns squarely towards the doorway, probably just as Alton is sort of like making his way in there. And he is going to, a bonus action, shift back into his regular plain touched elven form. And he is going to storm in. And like, again, he's running. And he sort of just like freezes at a certain point as he sees two Neruses. And Fishman, what were you doing? He would have dropped silence with the noise of the world returning to those who were remaining in there and then he'll probably rush to Cerise and just ask is everything okay? Cerise turns to Fishman and as Fishman drops the silence she goes, did your bird thing just kidnap my crew member? Kidnap is probably not the word to use Mm. And then she takes off down the corridor as fast as her legs can carry her, which isn't very fast. Fishman is going to glance at the bloody floor, covered in now sea foam as well, I believe. Yeah. Um, and just double check that the people we fought are dead. Not like stab or anything. Okay. Is are they breathing? Are they moving? Yeah. And if not, he will rush back. Okay. With most of you now in the room. One in the and one other on the way. Future Neris is going to turn to you all and say, "Oh, Neris, poor, poor Neris. You really were too easy to lead astray, weren't you?" Can I get everyone to roll me a wisdom saving throw, except for Fishman, because he is too far what? away. <laughs> Tortoise Ring wins the race. That's a nineteen from Tibble. That is a failure. Both Rue and Janice fail. Okay. I'm going to assume a nine fails. Yeah. Eighteen. Eighteen fails. Is they this a fail. visible from it, future Neris? It is. The Neris will fail. Okay. You are all paralyzed in place as a hold person spell is cast upon the group. Of course... I was telling the truth when I first visited you. Things were destined to go wrong. Things are destined to go wrong. And we are in a place to stop it. If only we act in time. But time is my specialty. While you have merely begun to dabble with time, I have perfected it. It is no longer a linear path for me. I can see branches and turns that... Only a master of chronomancy can, and step between moments at my choosing with but little effort. And through this I can now guide things along the path which they must go. And I do truly mean must. If I do not shape this timeline, it is doomed to destruction at its own hands, ripped asunder by the very gods themselves 
My work is far from done. But today I take possibly one of the most important steps along my journey. Removing those who can oppose me from the picture. And you see lights begin to blink along the edge of the wall. Red. Alarm-like. And Rosh reappears as if the banishment spell has ended. And future Neris casts a spell on him and he begins to turn to stone. Herr Friday, I once considered you a good friend. And in my time, we fought together valiantly. I am sorry that I must do this to you. But alas, you are the key to all of this. All of that raw animancy flowing through that metal casing of yours. Unstable. Fit to burst. And with that word, Rue, you feel as if your physical form is being torn apart from within. Roll me a constitution saving throw, please. Oh boy, okay. Ah, um, that's not going to make it, I assume that's a nine. It's a natural three. And... One moment, Darby. Mm. Can I argue because paralysis means we can't speak because lips are moving. Rue doesn't have lips. Can I say one last thing? Yes. Before whatever is going to happen, happens. Yes. So, again, everyone's being incapacitated, so is Rue, but the, the, the sound echoes within them, and they say, Ezzet, hail, I'm sorry. And Rue's form is just split into shards of metal. Is Fishman there now? You probably would be there in time to see this. And you see the old Neris's face seems genuinely upset as he walks over and picks up a shard of Rue's armor plating. And he speaks to it almost like the classical image of Hamlet with the skull. Farewell, old friend. I am sorry you could not see the end that we fought so hard for. You all hear a rush of guards stream down the corridor. Wunderbar. Guards, these mercenaries have slaughtered my compatriots. Have them arrested at once. Fishman would like to do something. Okay. Um, Fishman would like to bolt. And upon the first step, he disappears. But it's not like an instant vanish. It's as if he's walking through a wall that isn't there. And then slowly fading as he goes into it. Okay, what are you using to do that? Um, he's using etherealness. Okay. And he steps into the ethereal plane. Can he okay. please bolt towards where old Daenerys is? End the spell and whack him on the head with Nasdor Bonk? Yeah. Yeah, roll to hit. Um, while you are doing this, uh, future Daenerys is continuing to speak. And... More pointedly than I originally anticipated, given that you are doing this at the moment, please take great care in dealing with them. Also, as most of them have a great deal of arcane ability, and as if to accentuate his point, you come out of the ethereal plane, whack him on the head, what's the... 23. 23. Yeah, that's, that's gonna hit. And then that, it's not much damage, but that's three damage. As he gives him a good whack to the side of the head. 
And if he can, can he please take a shard of Rue at the same time? I will allow it, yes. Cool. And unless there is anyone resisting... Paralyzed. We're paralysed! How are we meant to Actually, resist? We can't! Yeah. I, I would argue he does drop the hold person so that you can be taken into custody. The second the hold person disappears, Cerise makes a massive arm movement, a flash of light, and a burst of thunderous sound rolls out from where she is, and that is thunderclap, and each creature within range other than me must succeed on a constitution saving throw. Uh, that includes us. us. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that includes everyone. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> okay. That's I got a nine. Oh, I don't have to roll for room, actually. <laughs> so what? what is... So it's damage and prone, isn't it? Uh, no, it's or just damage. Just damage? So, if you didn't get above a con 14, you take 11 points of damage. They're a bit shook up, but they're, they're still standing. They're guards, they're made of sterner stuff. Uh... Pirate, watch what you're doing! Guards, I will not go quietly! There's some trickery afoot! And Janice is just gonna just wail on them. Again, he's dropped his weapon, so he doesn't have it. He's just, but he's a big man. Mm. So I imagine he will get overpowered, but he's swinging. And uh, he's turned out, he's ferocious in this fury. Alton, you were resisting? Oh, yeah, he's just gonna be trying to physically struggle. I imagine they would have taken his mm. pistols away real yes. quick. So yeah. he's not gonna have much success in this, but he's just gonna be struggling like a man. And let's go, you nervous looking fuckhead! Stop this. It was I. I killed them all. Fuck off, you dirty liar! Roo! Roo! And Loren is just struggling, trying to get to the remnants of Root. You kill that bastard! What is happening? That may be so, but I think we are going to have to take you all down. We will have you all questioned. Make sure that stories are corroborated. I was afraid you were going to say that. And Tibble swings and hits him twice with his Starte Cutlass. It takes a bit because of the amount of you resisting. But the numbers just aren't on your side, and you are eventually all taken into custody. Though the guards are pretty beat up for the most part. And I think on that hell of a cliffhanger, that's where we're going to leave it for this week. Thank you for listening, folks. Thank you for listening, everyone. Let us know what you thought. Let us know what your theories are. We'll see you next week. We'll see you next time. Please like and subscribe if you haven't already. Like and subscribe if you love Rue. Yes. All of you should. Stay around after the ending theme for a plot-relevant stinger. Uh, <laughs> goodbye. <laughs>
he should not remain on board. He is far too destructive. And he might eat something important. You don't want that. Look, darling. I think you and I both know that that Rue Friday is something special. I'm not planning on getting them on my bad side. I'll get him home safe. Make sure he doesn't damage the ship, or you might not be able to live up to that. So, I'm pretty sure at one point Mitch was like, this is the worst way it could have gone. And when Janice got taken was, this is the worst way it could have gone. And now that Rue is dead, it, this was the worst thing that could have happened. Again, this was literally something that Rue kept mentioning, be like, hey, you guys don't want me for my power cord, do you? And everyone's like, nah, you're cool. I'm not even going to ask what you are, it's fine. Ah, 